0: What's up, what's up, what's up? This is Dr. D with the boo factor. What's going on out there in the internet world? Alright now, alright now. I pray you guys having a good, awesome day. Know that God always making a way no matter what it looks like, no matter how you feel. Guess what? God is there. His eyes is upon you through the good, the bad, and the ugly. Come on now. Just keep it striving, keep it moving, keep your eyes up on the throne. Mm-hmm. You ain't alone. It may feel like you're alone, but you're not alone. Don't allow that negativism to to wear you down. Learn from it. Like TJ Jakes, let it provoke you to do better in your life. Let it provoke you to come up a little higher. Don't get mad, get glad. Thank God enough that a person is paying attention to you to even say something negative about you. Ha! that lets you know you got it going on, peeps. That's right. Well, as you see, we're, going, we're in our 30-day challenge, and we're going to go on to day 20, our 30-day Shut Your Mouth, tame your Tongue Challenge, and whoa, I'm going to just go through this list in case somebody's just tuning in. We've been talking about the lying tongue, the flattering tongue, the manipulating tongue, the hasty tongue, the divisive tongue, the argumentative tongue, the boasting tongue, the, self de- de- the self-deprecating tongue, which I call the self-sabotaging tongue, the slandering tongue, the gossiping tongue, the meddling tongue, the betraying tongue. Ooh, that was a good one. The belittering tongue, the cynical tongue, the know-it-all tongue, the harsh tongue, the tactless tongue. I need to help with that one, y'all. The intimidating tongue, the rude tongue, now we are on the judgmental tongue. Oh, my goodness. I know everybody right now. Yep, yeah, I know some people like that. Oops, yep, you know what? I'm one of them. <laughs> Man, we be so quick to say something. Hold on, y'all. write them back we be so quick to judge a situation we don't even know it the bible tells us king search out a matter right search out the matter first before you make any judgment upon anything find out the whole perspective get the whole dynamic of that situation if you don't know it know nothing about it don't say nothing about it don't be about it and get out of it it don't concern you When people share certain stuff with me, I say, oh, really? I say, so can you, uh, I need some more information. Because right now, you're just telling me your side. The other person is not here to defend themselves. And and from what I'm hearing, I know it's more to the story than that. You see what I'm saying, y'all? So what happens, we become judge and jury. That's not our place. Matthew 7, 1 and 2. Do not judge, or you will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. That scripture right there gets taken out of content so many times. My God. I used to have a, um, I had met this guy one time. He was a truck driver, right? And see, I know, I know when God start hitting brothers. Because see, Dr. D, I'm not going to be so naive to the point where you can try to sway me and flatter me and, Make me think like you all into me, so you can, so we can go and sleep together, and then, hey, you going by your business? No, I didn't. I didn't matured. <laughs> it ain't all about that with me now, you know. I'm on a mission for God, and I just can't stop. Been there, done there. Got the scars, the T-shirt, the medical bills. Seven years of trying to build my life back up from domestic violence because I was not wise enough to wait to see the signs in the other person because they needed help and because I thought that I could help them what happened I got caught up into all of this craziness and even with that I did not take time out to judge that see when they say judge not or you won't be judged it's our responsibility that the Bible tells us try the spirit by the spirit that's making a judgment. We judging every day, You before you get out your, your house, you judging yourself to see, hmm, should I wear this or shouldn't I? If I wear this, how I feel. You judging yourself right with that statement. Whoa. When we, before we make decisions, we making a judgment. And a lot of times they bad judgments. Why? Because we're not taking our time to analyze it. That's making a judgment. But what is what has happened here? A lot of individuals going through situations, right? They bring that stuff to you. You don't know what's what's happening unless you really in that person' life. You like really in the in in holy holiness. The in court. I mean, you like. That's your, your road dog, your ace, your best friend, your sister, your brother. You live in the house. So you literally know exactly everything that's going on, right? Now, if you have friends, I know you have friends like that. So you know exactly the mannerism of that person. You know the, the ups and downs. You know that person. So if somebody come your way, you know this person is kind-hearted. you never seen this person do anything in your eyes. Right? But you also know that this person talked to you about everything. Well, you thought. But so far you, you feel they do. So you got somebody coming your way and say, you know, bruh, you know, uh I'll keep my eyes up on Sally Sue because uh I saw her over there at at the high top over there and she was with some chicks man, they was out there like twerking and doing everything, man, and acting like she she not even married to you, bro. What? Now, I know I kind of switched that and put that like in a marriage thing. Well, let's let's take the marriage out. Let's put friendship. Because if it's a friendship, that means they're going back to their own residence. Right? Or your boy. Let's, let's put two dudes together. All right. So, yeah, y'all yeah, saw your boy over there. You know, now, y'all don't smoke. Y'all don't drink. Y'all don't do drugs or anything. So, somebody come and tell you that they saw your boy over there with some rough people man to the point where you already know they're dealing drugs that's that's that crew that's that crew that's all i'ma say that's the crew that you don't want to be a part of but somebody told you that your boy was over there right so they coming up and say damn man i think you better let him go bro why you why why you hanging out with him i saw him over there with that crew man that's bad news man that's bad news you know we don't roll like that over here what's going on and so you shaking your head like what are you talking about No, that's not him. No, that's... No. Matter of fact, that dude don't even... No. Man, no, look. Hey. Now, guess what? He just showed you a picture. See? Yeah, I took a picture, man. took a picture. Because I knew you was going to say that. I told you that dude, that dude ain't no good. That dude, that dude got you blind. That dude over there with that crew. Now, mind you, you already know... That your boy's sister having some issues, right? And got herself in some trouble. So you letting him just talk because you already know what's going on in the back scene. And you sitting and say, "Oh yeah, okay, yeah, I see you, I see you. Yeah, bro, but I'll leave that alone, bro. Nah, nah, you need to leave that alone. I mean, he just coming at you, bro. Right? That's being judgmental. You don't even know the whole perspective of that situation." But you do, but the person that's coming to bring you that news, they don't. They're trying to highlight something negative, and they don't even know that the dude over there trying to talk or trying to handle some situation so his sister won't get killed. Right? Because, see, you know your boy. But because this other person got this mindset, this judgment and mindset, and you never know why he's coming and telling you all that foolishness. You got to watch people that always come and tell you something about somebody. Oh, man, I ain't got time for all that. Mm-mm. Every time you turn around, y'all, they come and telling you about somebody else? I mean, they act like they got the 411. It's like, yeah, because I was there. I was on the porch. I saw the police. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. Okay, so why you wasn't at work? Since you saw so much, what you doing? (laughs) Oh, Lord, let me get back on this here, because i I'll. I can start sharing some things and y'all be like, wow, Dr. D really, really boy. She be like into everything. See, Jesus had no tolerance for those judgmental Pharisees. What a miserable bunch they were. These religious set of Jews was always looking for something to nitpick about regulations of the law of Moses and their own man-made traditions. They was critiquing. Everything that Jesus did, from the washing of the hands to criticizing Jesus for hailing on the Sabbath. Consider Jesus' response to them when they brought this to his attention. Jesus said out of John chapter 8, verse 15 and 16, You judge by human standards. I pass judgment on no one. But if I do judge, my decisions are right, because I am not alone. I stand with the Father who sent me. Whoa, I need to memorize this scripture. Oh, yes, sir, and yes, ma'am. I like this. I pass no judgment on anyone. But if I do, my decision going to be right. Meaning he's saying when he do pass decision, whatever he says is the last, last say. You know how he say when E.F. Hutton speaks, everybody listen. Everybody, man, y'all remember that old commercial when E.F. Hutton? You know? E.F. Hutton is at the table talking to somebody, and everybody just having a whole conversation, conversation, right? And as soon as E.F. Hutton opened up his mouth, what happened to E.F. Hutton? I don't hear about him no more. i mean need to Google his name and see. Is he still alive, y'all? I don't know. But yeah, that commercial was something nice, an investment commercial, right? So they were saying, when he speak, everybody listen. So as soon as he opened up his mouth and started saying, everything got quiet, and everybody was looking at him. Well, that's what Jesus said. Jesus said, I judge. I pass no judgment on no one. But if I do, my decision going to be right. So it don't matter when I open up my mouth, my, when I open up my mouth, it don't matter. What y'all say how y'all look at it, how y'all stand up to standards? How it could be in your face wrong. When I say something, my decision is the final last decision and whatever I say that's what it's going to be. Now that's what Jesus was a bad boy y'all. That was God himself in flesh. And he said, and because I am not alone in making this decision, I stand with my father. So he's just saying that my father got my back. And who was his father? God Almighty, Elohim. And that's how we have to be in this world too. You know, when I say certain stuff, and I'm learning these scriptures, I make these decisions not on my own. I stand with my father, and he said, "This is what it says, you know." Like my brother told me one time, "You need to stop being so paranoid." You know, word this, the word that, you know, God know your needs, In so many words. What he was trying to say, I, I you know, but I, come on, let's go ahead and bump and grind. We need to go ahead and do this thing. God know your needs. Okay, I stand with my father, and right now the Lord said no fornicate. I choose not to fornicate until until my, my until I get married. Now I know y'all say, well, wait a minute, Dr. Day, I thought you said he was married. So what, what's up with that? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yes, something is wrong with that. I choose not to be playing the fiddle, sleeping around with this one, that one, and another one. I want to wait because I believe in family. I believe in marriage. I believe in having one partner. I don't believe in sharing. That's nasty, y'all. I'm sorry. So when individuals try to come our way, and try to put the word on and talk about oh, God know your needs. Well, that's when I have to say, look, I'm going to say what the Father says. And I'm waiting. So that's what Jesus said to the to the uh, Pharisees. Judgment of people always engage in a critical conversation. And just don't realize that they are, they are finding assessment in other people's behaviors and not realizing that they're exposing their own. Whoa, that's good. I like that. And see, I have to learn myself because a lot of individuals come and um, they try to nitpick me in certain conversations, right? And so I rebuttal back with them. But at the end of the day, you guys, God always showed them up. For instance, I'm going to use this this instance right here. Sometimes, uh, we, we're guys. I'm talking about with God. We're brothers, my inner faith in the church that's preaching the word they literally have a platform where they preach the word right but then when we meet and we start conversing back and forth and they start calling me and they start saying talking and sharing their they life experiences all right i'm teaching on that right now they start sharing their life experiences and then um i listen. So then they saw, well, you don't really be saying anything. And I say, Well, I really don't have that much to say. I'm listening to you. I said, Why should I share my life experiences with you when I know this is not going nowhere? We just brothers and, matter of fact, we just ministry associates, acquaintances, business acquaintances. So I'm not really trying to open myself up to you like that unless you're showing some type of interest. So what happens, you guys? They start trying to show certain type of interest that they find of me. They want to get to know me, right? To a certain extent, you know. They, it's like the last, the last encounter that I had with somebody. It was like I want to keep it ministry. I want to, I, 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 I want to do what God said and because um, I had wanted to go see Black Panther oh I really don't want to go to movies you know cause you know once you go to movies then you're going to go out to eat then you're going to start having a good time with one another and you know hey we grown folks you know how that's going to happen cause that happened to me before and before you know it me and this sister we was always in the bed we was always after we do that we always you know and I told her you, you, you don't respect my anointing that's what this person told me you don't respect my anointing so I had to let her go sister I, I, I had to ask God to help me because it was good, but I, I asked ask God to help me. Alright, I say okay, well, I'm glad he helped you, brother. <laughs> you ain't got to worry about that with me, because guess what? I'm not, I'm not, you don't have to definitely worry about that with me, and I don't have a problem, but no. So, because of my response, and the person literally tried to come upon me, right, tried to hold, matter of fact, they did, they held me. And wouldn't let me go. I'm like, are you all right? Can you um, get your arms around me? You kind of holding me kind of tight, you know. And then started trying to kiss me, right? So I say, whoa, 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 back it up, back it up, back it up. Wh what's happening here? Are you like, are you serious? You wanna, you wanna get to know me? You liking me or something? What's going on with this? You know, oh well, you know, um, you know, we 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 grown folks, you know, and um. You know, yeah, you know, you're you you you, you you're a nice young lady. I mean, you look good. You got your stuff together. You got your ministry. You got your business. You know, you, I, you know, let's just take it one day at a time. Let's see what God say about it. Okay, no, but what are you saying about it? Tell me what's going on. You know, let me know what's happening because eventually, sooner or later, God's going to expose it. You're going to do something, you're going to mess up. Guess what, y'all? It didn't take nothing but two two weeks. And I didn't say nothing. I was going to see if they was going to... Uh, I was going to see if they was going to come out, but they forget. And men, why y'all do that? Come on, man. Men, brothers out there that's listening to me, if you're on social media and you're trying to hook up with a young lady, you know, or you're interested in a young lady or, or somebody, a woman, or whatever how y'all want to call us, I don't even know what the saying is no more, y'all. But if you're interested in somebody, be true with them, all right? Because your your Facebook page going to tell it. Social media gonna expose you, and I think with men, y'all be forgetting that sometimes, and y'all just be showboating, smiling, cheese, and taking pictures and everything. And you forgot that you just been told somebody that you was interested in them. You don't have nobody, all right. And this person say, "Oh, I don't want to go to movies. I don't want to go out and eat whatever." But every time I turn around, you had a movie with somebody. Duh. So I don't say nothing. If you ain't saying nothing. I'm not saying. Nothing. I'm gonna see how long that you gonna have this rope. And you're going to hang yourself. Now, nah, I could be judgmental and started something with that, right? But, you know, that's not Dr. D. I'm just going to let it play itself out. However, if the individual try to handle me a certain way, then I'm going to say, whoa, 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 we ain't got nothing going here. That's your life, bro. But don't get mad or don't have this little rejection feeling some kind of way if I don't respond to you. See that's what the problem comes at you guys that people have a different mindset and meaning and definitions of things. So because of that now because I put up the the wall to the point where I don't want, you don't have a right to touch me in a relationship courtship way. You don't have the right to try to kiss me and hug on me because you with somebody even though you're not telling me you're with somebody. But I'm seeing that you are. So now because they have feeling a certain way, now they trying to make judgment on me, you guys. They're trying to make judgment on Dr. D. Now, I know somebody said, well, how are they trying to make judgment on you, Dr. D.? Well, they're going on social media. Um, they're trying to, uh, they twist the words about... If somebody um, blessing you or helping you in so so many ways. They want to control you, so you got to back up from them. I'm like, where you get that from? What? You see what I'm saying? Um, Like in the past, man, it's just all kind of, man, I could just have one little anchor program just on that. It's just crazy. So they're making judgment out of their own behavior. So what happens is from the conversations that this person had with me, I'm seeing, wait a minute, it's not the young ladies, it's you. You got a track record. This is a behavior that you're going from one woman to the next woman. And because some women you can have your way and then the woman, the women that God is trying to get you with to bring you up to a higher level in him, you don't want to stay with them because see, they're going to challenge you. You got to put that flesh down. So because you can't put that flesh down, now you're making judgments. Whoa. We got to watch that. When God is bringing us to another level, and I believe he is, even with this 30-day challenge, even with me. I lied. I lied. I lied about something two days ago, and I had to repent. I didn't catch it until after the Holy Spirit said, now you know, you lied about that. I say what? I said I didn't lie, and I thought about it. I said, "Oh, I sure did." And it's like the Holy Spirit said, "You didn't have to. You didn't. You did not even have to say nothing." I said, "You're right, Lord. I repent. Oh God, please forgive me. I don't want to go. I don't want to go through Romans. Uh, I mean, Revelations twenty-one eight. I don't want to be cast into the brimstones and fire. I want to make it in heaven, Lord. I don't want the lie will cause me to go to hell." Now, by me not doing this, this 30-day challenge, I can tell y'all right now, I'm testifying right now, that that, the Holy Spirit, I, didn't, I would not have the Holy Spirit check me. But because I'm submitting myself to do this 30-day fast with my tongue and everybody that's listening, and I'm sure those that have been following this 30-day challenge, I'm sure that your subconscious, well, not the subconscious, your gut feeling, which is the Holy Spirit, Common sense it'll tug at you now that's a belittling tongue now you didn't have to say that like that to that young lady and so when that happens you guys you repent quickly say lord i lied about that i am so sorry i repent please help me just like that and the holy spirit will help you and in the spirit in the atmosphere the angels will take those words and dissolve them and it will not be counted against you that's how the spirit world works you guys we got to learn how to cancel some things so it won't be still in the books because god have a whole bunch of books on us we, we think we're just going about doing stuff saying stuff acting a certain way treating people any kind of way talking any kind of way and just because on one end of the spectrum in your atmosphere, whoever you talk to, they just hear your side. You forgot, you got a God that's sit up high. And He sees all sides. He sees the whole world. He sees everything and knows everything out of Psalms 1. The Lord knoweth the way of the righteous. The ones that's in right standing with God. Not saying that you're perfect, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Meaning you will not prosper. I don't care. I don't care. If you're the bishop, the president, whatever, if you don't, if you don't repent for that, for that ungodly act, you're not going to prosper in that area. Wow. And having a judgmental tongue, that means judgmental actions, ju- the judgmental ways. You're not sowing goodness in the atmosphere of yourself. And so what would happen with that? Whatever you're sowing out, it will come back to you. So just think about it. There are some people who pass judgment basically on rumors, on hearsay, and never taking time out to find out the truth. Uh, It has on in here, Benjamin Franklin, one of the most American founding fathers, said, I will speak ill of no man, not even in the matter of truth, but rather excuse the faults I hear and upon proper occasion speak all the good I know of everybody. His philosophy follows the age old parenting advice. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Come on. I'm always doing that. If I see something, I'm like, oh my gosh. I don't say nothing. Can't say nothing nice, don't say nothing at all. Not in some cases, if you find that somebody have got gotten you caught up into some type of judgmental situation or conversation, then with prayers, with much prayers and supplications, make your request known. Ask the Father to give you wisdom on how to nip that in the bud. I nips it in the bud. I reach out, I reach out, and I reach out to the point to communicate face-to-face. What I find with me, when people know they just didn't drop the ball on something, they don't want to talk to me. They don't want to even be in front of me. However, they will send me a crazy inbox message or put some stupid Facebook post, and you'll be knowing it's for you. And so, like, and I'll comment on it. Now, the last one, somebody sent me this old crazy, this, 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 um, this little video, right? And I know why this person sent it, because they could never understand why I was always happy. You know, oh Lord, you just always laughing, Lord, you just laughing, giddy. What you drinking like that? What's up? No, it's the joy of the Lord. So this person sent me a video, you guys, of this man telling the story about this young lady who was always in the limelight. She always traveling. Everybody's She's the life of the party. Uh, she takes pictures. She's enjoying life. She's all over the place, right? But when she gets home, she's in this, this down sparrow moment. Like, she go home by herself. And she's drinking and she got pills. And this last time when she went home, well, they showed just the feet and the pills all over the floor where she didn't commit a suicide. And it was talking about depression. And so the whole point was the man was saying that these type of people is two types of depression. This is another type of depression that a person can deal with. And he was referring to Roger, uh, Robin Williams, right? And when he went home that's how he felt and so it was saying continuing on they were saying if if you have somebody close to you now the whole the whole now this is what i got out of it the whole objective of that video the young man who was narrating it was saying that people that's close to you always take time out with them show them that you care show them that you love them always be sensitive find out if anything going on if that's your friend make sure your friend is okay because depression is a solid killer right so i watched the video and i looked at the end so i'm like i'm looking i thought he had another comment and saying that okay i care about you i'm just checking on you sister yada yada because that was the whole point The reason why the young lady killed herself because nobody showed that they cared for her. She always was out about. She was traveling. She was with a lot of people. And they called her the life of the party. And it was very interesting. It was a very good video. But um, I was concerned because this particular person all of a sudden stopped calling. Now, this is another person. I know I was talking about last year about... Um, a friend of mine but this is another individual just we had a meeting canceled the meeting we were supposed to have an interview canceled the interview I was trying to find out alright uh, are you going to schedule the day so I can reschedule and I can put somebody else in that interview so after the third time somebody canceled an appointment with me you guys okay you off the books I'm going to wait till you call me because now I'm like I'm trying to figure out what's going on right so Because I didn't respond after the three, four, five times, I guess, I'm trying to make this appointment Because I still have some work I need to finish on this project with this person. And they have a deadline. And I'm trying to understand, is this serious enough for you to contact me? I don't know. What is the problem? Now, with that said, they're going to send me this video. So I I pondered on the video and I was like, Lord, what, what is this? So you know what I did? I responded in prayer. I say in the name of Jesus, I rebuke and bind this video that's trying to spew an the atmosphere over my life. I have the true love of God and the spirit of joy in my life. I live in peace and harmony with God. So no depression. I don't take pills. Uh, I don't drink to drown my sorrow. For God cares for me out of first Peter 5-7. See, this is how y'all got to combat the the judgmental ways of people and just negative things. When people send you stuff, y'all got to cast that out. You're going to have to bring that into captivity. You're going to have to cancel that statement. Cancel those words. Cancel those texts. Cancel those inbox messages that's being lurked. Through the internet Wi-Fi, you know that's a that's a whole uh, organism there, and Satan operates through that, y'all. Come on, because they can go back and read that post and make it alive again, and you don't even know about it. So cancel that. So that's why I, I say cancel it in the name of Yahshua, in the name of Jesus. I say, by the way, I live what I preach. When you are ready to fulfill your assignment, you call me and I'll put you back on the books. Just like that, y'all. And I left it alone. Now, because I did that, I heard the Spirit of God say, now you leave it alone. Don't respond to no more of those inboxes. Because what's happening, that person is trying to draw you into their behavior. And that's what people do with us, y'all that judgmental spirit I call it a demon, that judgmental demon uh, come through this through your life bringing all kind of trash from other people and even within themselves and you be sitting there trying to scratch your head trying to figure out what in the world is going on here what are they talking about now, I don't even know these people and I mean they is going off the deep end you know people come and tell you stuff You know, uh, let me see what she said here. Jesus based his judgment of people's behavior on nothing other than God's standard. I was just talking about that. So before we operate in a judgmental manner, manner, you guys, weigh it out according to God's ways first. Because see what happens, we weigh things on our own level. So if I know, if if I, Dr. D, don't live through a judgmental mindset and somebody else do, then I can get myself puffed up and make myself feel that I'm better than that person because I know better and that person done. So this is what I have to do, and this is what the Lord is charging us to do. We supposed to, if that happens, we supposed to pray for that individual and highlight if they have a receptive spirit though, and if they have ears to hear we supposed to be able to highlight that in each other to better us. That's why I say iron sharpen eye I may not always interject a suggestion to somebody, but if I see they going in the error of their ways according to God's standards, and God say, okay, share it with them, that's when you're going to hear me. If not, I intercede and pray, and eventually, if they are serious about God... And they humble before the Lord as when they pray, they're going to hear that prayer that I pray for them. And they're going to scratch their head and like, wow, you know what? I remember she was talking about that. I did judge that person harshly. I did judge that person. And it wasn't wisdom. Take your time, you guys. Understand the whole situation before you make judgment. And don't allow other people to bring you information that will create a judgment decision. Check out the behavior. The behavior on individuals is so important. And you can learn a lot. I've learned so much in these last five months of this new year. Oh my God, boom shakalaka. It just behooves me. Christian folks wow help us lord that's all i got to say dr d is out peace what's up what's up what's up this is dr d with the boom factor believers that overcome with omnipotent manifestation what you say that's right Today is a day for you to experience a boom factor in your life. What you expecting God to do for you? Well, guess what? If you don't expect him to do it, it won't come through you. Come on now. You have to believe that you already received that answer when you prayed. So, go about today. It's bright and early in the morning. It's drizzling out here on this awesome Thursday. And we are still in our 30-day, shut your mouth, taming your tongue challenge. That's right. We're on day 21. I'm trying to catch up, y'all. <laughs> and it has been fabulous. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit has been pinpointing some things. I'm getting this tongue right. When you get your tongue right, you get your mind right. When the mind is right, you get your thoughts right. When your thoughts are right, you can see right. When I see right, I can hear right. And when I hear right, I can, I can go back and walk right. And when I'm walking right, I'm living right. Come on now. And when I'm living right, somebody else is going to be excited and going to know, what are you doing? And that'd be an open door for me to tell them the goodness of the Lord. That's right. I can become a witness for Jesus. So that's what this is all about. This is all about taming your tongue so we can draw more unto the kingdom of God. Not push them away, but draw them in. And we're going to have to draw them in by our lifestyles. If they don't see a change in your life, well, hey, How can you try to tell them to do something, right? Hey, we have to practice what we preach. Say it. Practice what you preach. Hey, practice what you preach. Hey, practice what you preach. Hey, live what you preach. Hey, live what you're talking about. Live what you're talking about. Come on. A lot of people just talking and talking and don't want to walk it. You got to walk that thing out. Walk it out. Walk it out. Walk the words out. The words that come out of your mouth. Walk the words out. The words that come out of your mouth. Come on. Walk the word. Walk the word. Walk the word. Walk the word. That's right. Walk the words out. Walk them out. And you will see a better atmosphere around you. You will see surely goodness and mercy all around you. And you'll be grateful. That's right. You'll be grateful unto the Lord. Your experiences in him by acknowledging the change in your life every day will become so magnificent to when it's time for you to do what you have to do, you're already coasting. You're already in that vein. But if you're still going back and forth, you got negative stuff coming around you, negative energy, you know, people bringing you negative stuff, you know, and you trying to do something positive and they got something negative to say about that, man, go tell them they need to go kick rocks. Y'all still saying that? Tell them to go kick rocks. Now, we are in day 21, like I mentioned earlier, underneath the 30 days shut your mouth taming your tongue challenge. And this is a pretty good one because I'm sure all of us have a tendency to do this not only to others, but I know what I mean. People are always trying to cut me off. You know what I'm saying? Or before I even finish my statement, they got an answer for it already. Then they're trying to tell me something else with them. This is, excuse me y'all, this is a right on time word for this one. It says, day 21, the self-absorbed tongue. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also the interests of others. Philippians 2.14. What does that mean? What does it mean a self-absorbed tongue? Well, this is... I'm going to give you... Oh, I can give you numerous examples. Uh, one thing... Uh, when uh, uh, Pastor Walker of Heaven's Club... One thing that I picked up from him... Uh, he said... Uh, when he's explaining something, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to interject, right? He'll say, uh-uh, let me put a period on it, meaning let me finish my sentence. And so uh, most of the times when I'm talking with an individual that quote-unquote think they know everything, and I'm letting them speak, but then when I want to make a comment, or when I share something before I can finish my statement, this individual always adding their little two cents in. Or they want to come with a whole other scenario. It's like self-absorbed means it's all about you. You don't give nobody else the opportunity to share their thoughts, share, share their opinions. And some of the opinions are pretty good. It will save you some money. Don't want to share nothing in that space. It has to be all about them. Those are some dangerous people to, to be around because they they were never able Excuse me, I don't know why I'm yawning. They will never be able to appreciate what God has put before them because they're keeping him in a box. And yes, I say him, God, because God touches all of us. And if it wasn't for God touching somebody's heart, so we can be a blessing to them. Hello. We will be further on in the body of Christ than what we are now.